Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. And I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who read, readers who write, and, and everyone, everyone who, who loves, loves words. All right, so today we are talking about <laughs> our words and goals for 2024, for this upcoming year, just kind of thinking through um, some intentions for the year. We talked last yes. week a little bit about how powerful that practice has been for us, and we're excited to do it again today. I'm excited to hear what Laura has to Yay. say and what, <laughs> what we're moving into this year um, holding to and hoping for. I, I'm excited too, and it is something that I've been keeping this idea. Mm. It's part of the practice usually that mm. I kind of keep the idea of what do I want. I kind of ask this question of myself multiple yeah. times. And I totally was resisting this one. Like, one, because it's not as easily packageable, I think, yeah. as some of the others. But also <laughs> because there's discomfort in it. Yeah. So my word is, uh, I have two things, but the first is improvisation. Mm. And Ooh. it came from a couple things. Like one, we when I was in my previous career doing research administration, I was working with a psychology group and we did this openness practice of mm. yes and mm. so it's a very common yeah. um, improvisation when you're in drama type of practice where you come up with an idea you're kind of working towards figuring out something yeah. so in this case we were saying like designing a party and there was three of us in a group mm. and we would do you know there are going to be jugglers at this party. Uh, yes. And, and <laughs> uh, there will be acrobats and there will be twinkle lights and there will be, and it is the process of opening yourself up mm. of agreement mm. of not being negatively, like not entering into the process being, having that negative mindset, but yeah. being in tune with possibility yeah and bringing in what else belongs and what mm. else belongs and i came up with the yes and practice fairly quickly as i was thinking of this and i don't know why i've been so resistant other than huh. i think that there's some part of discomfort within improvisation where yes, it's I hate improv right <laughs> I hate it. it is so high anxiety in yes. when you start yes but when you bring it in as a practice mm. it gets you a little more comfortable with that mm. type of environment and I brought in the definition because I love definitions um Improvisation is the idea of create and perform without preparation or produce or make something from mm. whatever is available. That feels like such a growth from last year, for, like such yes. a natural progression. <laughs> right? This idea of like being present in the moment and now taking that present in the moment and like bringing it into into action and then to like, yeah, agreement with things around you. Kind Sorry. of that, that taking what's there yes. and kind of... Moving Being forward. very much in that active listening and all like improvisation connects with all of those things yeah, of being yeah. in the body and e even if you went in and like looked at like what are the things that you can learn from 
improvisation it's like embrace mistakes Mm. don't shy away from yourself Mm. um be present in your body and make room for play and Mm. all of those things felt like things I wanted to bring in yeah I I so improvisation is like that scary feeling as if you might fall Mm. but but realizing that if you fall that's actually an opportunity yeah and so that's that second part of it is the improvise and look for and embrace opportunities Mm -hmm. rather than thinking of them as mistakes as things that turn as things that change looking at them from that positive viewpoint of yes and of that Mm -hmm. seeing what could become Mm -hmm in the moment and of trusting that it's there Mm. and again that feels like such a like the building blocks of everything that's happened of the last even four years because my first one was into the unknown like Mm. getting comfortable with the thing that is uncertain and then do your work so engage with it Mm. don't disconnect or disassociate from it and then feel your way through one step at a time and then the being open to the experience and engaging with the present with attention and intention and it feels like all these little building blocks that have led up to like embracing that and even embracing the discomfort because obviously I have lots of anxiety so so some of that has been kind of part of the practice of the year but I think it's that next extension of it that next like iteration deepening of kind of what practices have been and I do think also a shift of perspective Mm. a shift of even what I hope for within my daily life and what I want to bring in it's kind of in some ways it's a little it's a bit of that like rejection of the comfortable Mm. in favor of the things that bring like growth Mm. and bring dynamic change and Mm. kind of valuing that and a lot of a lot of like I always choose a color for the year, like in in the form of my journal, yeah. like of, of my little planner. So I'm holding my last year's one right now. And it's this purple, which yeah. is very much a balance of that like red and the blue and kind of mm. finding that that balancing point wherever it was. But this year is going to be this bright kind of corally orange. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually wearing a sweater that's orange. <laughs> And I really want to bring in that excitement and rebirth and growth. Yeah, and and curiosity and and playfulness. And it tends to have some fire behind it, but Mm -hmm. it's not the same as red. It kind of allows for a little more of that sense of of enjoyment Mm -hmm. and kind of spark. And I'm really trying to bring that in. Which kind of even goes into the goals that I have. Yeah. Because yeah. my goals are going to be a little less, they're going to be a little more fluid than, mm. than last year's. I am still going to be going into Australia with the hope of walking the streets, getting mm. 
some details that I wasn't really able to do as well from a research standpoint yeah. within like being in the actual space. And so I, I do hope to finish editing that one. I want to query something and mm-hmm. I, I kind of right now I'm like, we will let it unfold, which yeah. one ends up feeling like it's ready to query. And I'm trying to do that before summer, but I'm yeah. going to hold again that loosely. Like yeah. this year has really taught me that shifting isn't bad, that shifting is actually mm. a good practice to have. It it allows you to bend when you need to yeah. rather than allowing something to kind of break you. Mm. Um, and the belief that probably I will need to bend, um, yeah. knowing kind of what path is in front of me, even that yes and of kind of just letting things become yeah. and letting kind of things to un- unfold. Mm. Um, but I also have two projects I'm actively developing very mm. actively which is funny neither of them are the noir that I was <laughs> drafting last year but I I feel like they're right mm. like I feel like they're exactly where I can be yeah. and, well, and that's yeah. I remember we talked about that before like following what's following the thing that's sparking interest right yes. now like it's I think that's so much it's so much more fruitful and productive than trying to make a project happened because you had it in your head. Yes. Like, follow that one. That's fun. It, it reminds me of, I think it was River Ari mm-hmm. who said it, that follow the one that's shiny. And yeah. I know what's shiny. Like yeah. I have this intuition that I know that this is a shiny thing. Yeah. And one of them is actually a book after the one I just wrote. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I'm kind of most actively developing. Yeah. And n- knowing what, those characters are I'm going to then reverse engineer into mm. a couple characters that are present in the current book. You, yeah. yeah. And that's a bit amazing. I we had we actually talked offline about a music bath of that kind yeah. of being a process of kind of relaxation and disconnection and but but also reconnection yeah. like in yeah. the moment, present moment. Um, and I have done playlists that make me help make me in tune Mm -hmm. and where I can kind of feel out the emotion of the characters and it also fits well with the stories that I'm writing it's actually a part of the stories that I'm writing a kind of piece with it um, that's highly interwoven but being able to like on the way here as I was driving I was listening to some of those songs Mm -hmm. and kind of just connecting with it and being excited about it and actually knowing that it wants to be something even though it even if I can't pin down exactly what it is right this second like having that belief that it does I'm I am so excited to bring those next things that I know and feel deeply Mm. into being yeah it is kind of exciting to be to be able to hold them both and then be like okay I'm ready to write this part of this and then you know what today I feel like yeah yeah. and the freedom to yes connect get in the body and say where where am I at like what am I able to do what am I able to create Mm -hmm. today and do I 
can I create this? Do I need to just show up yeah. and hope that the things are there and that using whatever is available, we can create this mm-hmm. thing? And I think that having the f- that faith, like, mm. of the, like, jumping off the trapeze, yeah. that you're going to be caught and upheld. Um, mm. And then even if it's not perfectly what you envisioned yeah. or perfectly what it even ends up being, trusting that that's part of the path yeah. to get to the becoming. Yeah, I love that. Well, that's what improv is, right? Like taking what's there and <laughs> playing off of it, jumping into that unknown, yes. like, hoping you're going to be caught. Yeah, and and being able to kind of yeah lean in at times, trust that you can adjust, mm. trust that you can take in what's happening in real time. There, yeah. there is that hugeness of kind of fear that it won't happen but mm. also excitement of what could happen and yeah. what could be created yeah yeah i love that so much thanks uh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah i like i'm still i feel like i'm still sort of figuring out my word but i yes. um when i started thinking about this the first words that came to mind i really hate it <laughs> It's like, no. <laughs> so the first words that came to mind were slow and steady. And I was like, no. <laughs> well, for one, it like made my anxiety spark because normally yeah. I don't go slow unless I have to. So then yeah. I was like, oh, shoot, is something coming for me this year that's going to force me to go slow? I don't want that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and then I also felt like a lot of my year this year was learning to lean into my strengths. And one of my strengths is moving fast like um and so I kind of felt like what is this what what is there like what is this slow and steady thing because I don't like it (laughs) um so then I kind of did some other brainstorming or word clouding (laughs) around those words and I think really like this year 2023 was a sprint for me like it was all about sprints like short quick projects and books and short turnaround time and you know like I put out two books a month for a while this year (laughs) for the whole half past last half of the year um and I think that that isn't sustainable as much as it is leaning into my strengths and as much as I do have capacity to do that I don't always have capacity to do that and I need to um so I I think like some words that came up for me were like slow and steady intentional sustainable sustained measured unhurried And then some other things that came up as I was thinking about that were kind of this other side of like diversifying and differentiating and like Mm. variety evolving. Like I really want, I put out a lot of things this year that were in the same vein. And I think next year I already have projects that are very different from what I put out this year. And I want that. I want to have, um, I've been thinking about brand, like now that I'm yeah. publishing under the same name, like what is my brand? And um been doing a lot of like I wrote a business plan, Laura. I <laughs> I love like, it. it was horrible, but it was good. <laughs> it's good. I'm like trying to approach this like, yeah. yes, this is a business. I'm if I'm gonna self-publish, I'm gonna lean into self-publishing. Yes. I'm gonna make it um I'm gonna do what I need to do to make it work or what what's within my control to to get as close to make it work, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um and as part of that, like as part of thinking about this brand, like I want to write short things and long things and in all different genres and um kind of more variety 
and diversify some. And I do want to differentiate and figure out like, okay, what is my place in the market? What is it that I can offer um, Mm, that is different from other people? And how do I communicate that and all of that? Um, So as I thought about these two sides of like (laughs) diversifying and slow and steady and like I kept, I started thinking about this idea of sprinting versus marathon. And then as I started thinking about a marathon, I thought about triathlons. (laughs) And so I think my word for the year is triathlon. which is funny because it's it's also a nice metaphor and imagery. And yes. I um, think that that is one of the things I want to work on in my writing because I don't think it's a strength of mine. Um, I think metaphor and simile and all that is challenging for me. And I sometimes use really weird ones. <laughs> one of my alpha readers just the other day was like, you can't use this simile. It's horrible. <laughs> this is gross. <laughs> like all right fine I'm glad that you call me out on these things that I'm not honest (laughs) but I think with the triathlon there is this sense of like there's a sense of training there's this sense of having to like you know it's a it's sustained action over a long period of time and it and it's this idea of being good at lots of different things and I think that's something I'm realizing with self-publishing too is that it can't just be writing you you have to do all of it you have to market you have to you know and I do want to this year when I put things out I really didn't market much it was just kind of like I'm gonna put things out and maybe I'll post on social media that was like the extent of my marketing (laughs) so I want to do more of that next year and that means learning new skills and um and then doing a marathon in those skills because you have to keep it up and I don't know I'm kind of like I said, I'm still a little unsure about it, but I think it makes sense as the next extension. Like, okay, I've been running some sprints. I've got a little bit of, like, strength built up. I know, like, kind of how to do certain things. How can I now expand that and lengthen that yes. into something that's sustainable, into something that's um, long-term, into something that's going to really become a career? Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> I love that. And I... I don't know if this is how you feel about this process, mm. but I feel like it's capacity building. Yeah. Like the thing that we do this year yes. couldn't have been accomplished last year. Yes. And it is that like moving towards it. Yeah. And I almost, I love that we both were a little resistant yes. and hesitant <laughs> with these words. And even to be honest, I resisted it for about six weeks, like, where I'm like, no, I can think of something else. I have not been thinking about it for that long, but, you know, my attention span is in the long But I love that too, right? That, yeah. like, the, in some ways, like, that natural gut reaction of, mm. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm not sure. Yeah. It kind of... Even the fact that we acknowledge it as a resisting something that probably was right. Yeah. That might be exciting, scary. Like, (laughs) I think that's kind of, it's, I do think some, in some ways that that shows where, where our sweet spot of the now Mm. might be. Yeah. And it could change. It could shift. It always does. It It couldn't even look much different. Like, even if it's, there's, I love that line from Matrix that's like, there's a difference between knowing the path and walking the path. And sometimes that path, we feel like we know, and then we get there and we're like, wait, it curved this way. Like, but I think 
anything that gets us to walk the path that we need to yeah. in the year and bring in some things of working towards whatever that ends up looking like because obviously it looks different as we've seen each and every time but it also has those feelings of there's something in that word that's yeah Yeah. that's still there by the end of the year yeah even if it's developing and opening up over time and even if it shifts which is kind of amazing it is that process of blossoming Mm -hmm. into actuality or into the different seasons that's been cool to see yeah I think it's interesting too like I think in some ways for both of us last year or 2023 was a lot of like leaning into the present moment leaning into who we are leaning into pleasure even like with the podcast doing episodes that we enjoy and wanted to do not forcing things as much and just kind of (laughs) following flow following um what felt natural Mm -hmm. and I it's interesting that now 2024 we're like okay that was fun now we're gonna push a little into discomfort (laughs) it it is and it is interesting that I think that we can also bring that yes like some of that practice of comfort with us yes of even in in the moment before we do you know doing the stretches that'll allow us to then do whatever push it is further. that we yeah. want to do in order to push that yeah. larger or or in a different way or mm. into the next level. Iteration, yeah. it, it does feel like a kind of leveling up process yeah. of we get to take all the skills yes. that we've started to learn forward <laughs> so that then we can do this thing. But it is an... Yeah. It is an interesting year in that I do think it's that pushing yeah. a little bit forward into yeah. into uncertainty and into like stretching ourselves this a little. unique yeah. yeah into the skills that we might not have had to mm. connect with previously yeah. and it is that excitement but scariness yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As we said when we started this whole podcast, <laughs> the cave you appear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. Right? It does. Like, it yeah. absolutely does. And I, I think as we experience that over and over and over again, we get that comfort in the yeah. discomfort. Yeah, of, you build that muscle a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I, th- I think that's one of the great things also about to come back around for improvisation mm. they there's studies that show that it reduces anxiety and that mm. it helps with stress and mm. as you learn to do and as you learn you to get to, comfortable in that discomfort yes. and just respond to that yeah. yeah as as a practice mm. and I definitely need that <laughs> <laughs> I I am excited to build on that from that perspective too yeah. of the getting more comfortable in those uncomfortable spaces Mm. yeah well i'm excited to see how this all unfolds this year (laughs) me too too. i can't wait yeah if you are um, engaging in this process also and have a word for the year or an intention that you're setting for the year come find us on instagram and tell us we would love to hear kind of what your your plan is for the year um yeah and we hope that hearing our plans and hearing from us also um that you found some encouragement in it and some 
some courage in it maybe too, to to yeah. step into those things that you maybe feel in your gut but are a little hesitant <laughs> to actually pursue. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We hope that you keep reading and writing and putting your work out into the world.